Hello. Hello and welcome in, Team Narwhal Six Fantasy Football League listeners. It is another beautiful week of NFL action. It is me, as always, your host, Stephen Patterson. And with me, as always, my co-host, Eric Colness. Eric, how are you today? What is up, everyone? I'm doing great, Stephen. It's a beautiful Thursday night. Almost the weekend. One more day to go. <laughs> We're getting so close, man. Um, yeah. And b- happy belated birthday on the pod, my friend. It, it, as you as you might have noticed with the intro music there, it is, it is like the midway between our birthdays yeah dude your birthday is on what monday yeah monday i'm I'm taking off monday oh hell yeah dude i, I was going to yeah i was considering taking off my birthday and i definitely should have <laughs> but whatever yeah I'm, I'm gonna learn from your mistake i'm definitely taking off um yes do it. it's definitely yeah i don't even know what i'm gonna do i'm probably gonna do nothing but dude, just not chill out that was my plan just fucking hang out <laughs> dude not not getting enough of that dumb lately to be honest yep what uh what else is good with you man before we dive into it um how, how did you celebrate your birthday oh so the birthday Sally was actually sick on uh well my mom got me an ice cream cake which was cool can't uh, beat that yeah the ice cream cake was was sick the best um, kind of cake there is the actual Friday, I actually worked until seven o'clock, which was fucking horseshit. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, but when I got got back, played some league with the boys Saturday. I'm not sure if I sent any snaps. We actually had a solid gaggle of humans at the crib. It was pretty dank. We had like ten people you, over. Dude, let's go. Yeah, we uh, we were trying to get a reservation for like kind of like one of the cooler places downtown St. Charles, you know, but like. Oh, yeah. We just couldn't with that quantity of humans, so we went this went the California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> oh my! What what an audible, dude! It was actually good though. Like no no lie whatsoever. Like the the cocktails were very surprising, and the food was good. So I was okay. Wow. Oh but yeah, dude! Freaking uh, um, obviously Doug's listening right now. He wasn't. He's in town now. Um, so it was awesome hanging out with Doug and everyone, and uh, Will's brother Sean. I don't think you might came over. Some other friends, Trevor. Lance nice. came over. It was, it was solid. We uh oh did we play oh we played. Um Will's brother Sean is obsessed with beer dye, but in a totally different way than us. And he's older than us, Steven. So he was playing this game when he was in college. He's he's thirty and he was he oh they always played sitting down. Oh my god. That, that's that called Snappa, right? Like technically, isn't that like a slightly different game? Um, I think it actually, he called it beard eye still, but I think it might okay. be what you're saying because his rules were actually a little different in terms of like Which how you sense. scored and everything. Yeah. But it actually, like we were like messing with him like that, like, why would you play that instead of the other one? But it's actually kind of dope. Just like, like sitting around like a coffee table. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sick. Uh, we On played next some, week's pod, we compare yeah. standing beard eye versus seated beard eye. Oh, for sure. For well, sure. video included. <laughs> prepare for that well the one yes. thing as we transition into uh talking about uh some some fantasy action the one thing you did not get for your birthday was a win bro um let's go through the week six winners and losers to get things started here 
I got to my fourth win and sent Alec to still a respectable three and three. Um, took him down 112, 105 in a tight one. Um, Bretty did not stand a chance against Will's team that, that popped off this week with a solid score of almost 142 points, takes care of Brett, and he moves to a now respectable three and three, um, winning a couple weeks in a row now. So Will's on the rise. Um, JJ moves to four and two. He takes care of Kyle, who drops to two and four. Um, Doug's team keeps rolling and in um, impressive fashion with the highest score of the week, over 164 points. Takes down Eric, who put up a very uh, more than solid 134. So, as one does. So, sorry to hear that, Eric. You dropped a two and four, <laughs> dubbed a five and one. And then lastly, I thought Nolan had a win in the bag. I thought it was a done deal. AJ Brown was cooking in the second half, and then Der- Derek Henry just wouldn't stop punishing dudes and scoring touchdowns. I don't know who's going to stop King Henry. Um, yeah, it was a really fun week. I'll run through the standings real quick, and then we can uh, we can move on to our Chris Hogan Memorial um, players of the week. So Doug is leading the way in the Vaxed division at five and one, and then we got a bunch of four and two teams. the The Vaxed division is stacked right now with uh, with Nate, JJ, and myself all at four and two, and Bretty at two and four in the Bioweapon division. Um, Alec and Will leading the way at three and three, followed by Eric and Kyle, both at two and four, and Nolan, the only one in five team. However, it is a long season, Nolan, and a lot of teams make the playoffs. Seven, in fact, so there's no reason to give up. Keep grinding. Um, who is your Chris Hogan Memorial Player of the Week, Eric? I'll, I'll let you run it first. Run it back first. Oh my! It, speaking of Nolan, Nolan, Nolan also put up a decently respectable score. I think he was maybe the sixth best score, so he was probably he was like kind of a at the over under. But, I'll take a buck know, 30 most weeks. Yeah. Um, with that said, Nate beat him by eight, seven points. Um, and I think that's on the coattails of Derrick Henry, just literally averaging like 30 points a game. <laughs> Actually, he's averaging 28.4. So Derrick, Derrick Henry really put in uh, work for Nate and actually getting him W's over here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I was leaning between two players. He was one of them, so I'll, I'll go a different direction. It's not even its not even like Doug necessarily needed this kind of performance out of his RB2 to win this week, but getting 31 points out of playoff Lenny, unbelievable. It, it looked like the Leonard Fournette from last year's playoff run with the Bucks. He was absolutely unbelievable on Thursday night, doing it all, catching balls out of the backfield, breaking tackles. Um, it looked like classic like prime Leonard Fournette I was impressed playoff Lenny is back and we're only in week seven so that that's even scarier for for Doug's team in my opinion so Leonard Fournette my Chris Hogan's memorial Hogan's hero of the week <laughs> we go to the full name um awesome right out uh right on so shout outs for the week our next segment we had a Monday night football contest winner Kyle he, uh, he had Derrick Henry to score the first touchdown and did it in impressive fashion with over a 70-yard run, busting tackles, breaking away. This has become the Derrick Henry podcast here in the first uh, few minutes, so a lot of Derrick Henry talk. But shout-out, Kyle. Nice work. Um, I forgot to send out a contest for tonight, but don't you fret. Sunday night we will have yet another contest for you all to participate in and try to win some of Steven's money. Okay. Let's talk 
waivers and fab eric have you had a chance to to glance through some of the activity this week i have glanced cool i, w- I was gonna start there's only one move to talk about in my opinion and this was a uh, one of the most egregious waiver moves i've ever seen i Wait, gotta I ask guess? brett okay huh? never mind go ahead never mind. go ahead sorry right. go ahead you probably know what it is i probably just gave it away do you know what it is uh Oh, okay. Brett paid $7 (laughs) for a kicker. (laughs) Oh, $7 on Matt Prater, Brett. I I don't understand. Like, we're never that desperate for a kicker, right? I don't think I've ever spent a dollar of fab on a kicker. Mostly just because they're all the same to me. I don't know. No, that's a lot. Thoughts? Is that not egregious? Watch him drop twenty this week, and Brett looks like a genius. And what's it? What makes it almost like more funny that is that Tyler Bass is um, the number one ranked kicker right now. Points. Who he dropped? That's funny. I actually didn't realize that. (laughs) Matt Prater's out here kicking like sixty-yard bombs, so I guess I get it. But seven dollars. But I guess like you know you got to use your fab somewhere. I mean that's one thing. People will, I'm sure, will start to adjust to as we do as we get more into fab. It's like if you, know, you, you if don't you go know, to the I'm offers not, yeah. report. There, there was one other offer put in. Doug put in an offer for um for him as well. Do you want to guess how much that he offered? Um, zero one. Yeah, correct. Zero dollars. <laughs> um the the uh, the next highest waiver dollar um transaction was again Brett. Um, put down seven dollars to pick up JD McKissick, drops Tyler Boyd. I don't hate that. You need a little running back depth and a PPR. I don't know. McKissick's hot and cold. He's he's hard to predict, but I don't hate stashing him. Anything else you want to talk about here? I mean, the only thing I'll talk about was a move made today. Not necessarily a waiver move, but I think it also um is worth noting is uh Douglas over here, maybe a little homerism, picks up Cole Komet again. After Ooh. one mediocre game. Had to run it and, back. And drops Dawson Knox. Like, oh, is he hurt? Oh, he's hurt. He broke, it, he he broke a, a, a finger, a bone in his hand. Ah, okay, well. Which, which sounds horrible. C- catching footballs with a broken hand and stuff. Okay, well, honestly, I'm so glad that that happened. Just fuck Dawson Knox. So. Okay, Ooh, I was confused about that because I didn't see the injury status. I don't know how long he'll be out for, I guess. but A few weeks, they said. So, we'll see. Okay. Um, Ign- ignore me. No, you're good. I, I Also, to correct myself real quick, I was reading the wrong line. Will actually had the other offer on Matt Prater, and it was a dollar. So oh. there you go, Brett. You only outbid him by six, not by seven. So owned. the the other interesting part was uh, was Doug put down six dollars on JD McKissick, so seven dollars for Brett. The perfect number. Doug 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 actually got schooled right there. True, true. All right. Anything else for for waivers for Fab? Good use of the nope. Fab guys. It seems like you guys are maybe enjoying the Fab. Well, Give us some feedback. Do you like Fab so far, guys? T- tell me what, what you think. I'm enjoying it. I like it. I think it's it's a lot better way to do things, but I'm interested to hear what you guys think so far. Only only six weeks in, but I'm definitely interested. All right. Um, moving on. Fun fact of the week. I don't have a Narwhal League fun fact, Eric, but I did bring a fun fact. that, that This might be common knowledge at this point. I remember talking about it when this guy was back at the University of Oklahoma. Um 
but for some reason, announcers, even though they like to talk about this kind of stuff, haven't referenced it in a while. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, did you know he's related to another active NFL player? Is it Antonio Brown? It is. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this might be common knowledge at this point. I don't know if people knew that or not, but it's like his, uh, I think they're cousins or something like that. I have to look it up exactly. I remember Antonio Brown randomly show up in Norman for some OU games, and it turns out he's related. So that was interesting news to me. Maybe it is or isn't for you. Any fun facts for you this week? Um, no, nothing's fun. Okay. <laughs> should we get right to what the people want and tell everyone who we think is going to win and lose and why? I think we probably should do that. I agree. All right, let's do that. Let's get right into it, guys. It's time for matchups. We're going to start with Nolan's Tanyan Rings taking on me, JJ the Jeff Plane. Who, who is JJ the Jet Plane list this week with a Vikings bye? We'll get to that in a moment. Let's start on Nolan's side of the football, and I'm, I'm going to take the reins here if you're all right with that, Eric. You can, you can follow up. Um, I'm going to start at the top. I wanted to talk real quick about this guy, Jalen Hurts, who is an enigma. He's the most interesting man in football right now from a fantasy perspective because to the eye test, I, I don't know how much Philadelphia Eagles you watched this year, Eric. Jalen Hurts is not a good real-life quarterback. Yeah. He's terrible. However... <clears throat> He's had at least 20 fantasy points in every single game, and he almost ha- does all of it in the second half every week. It's incredible. He's like low single digits at halftime, and you're like, oh, why did I start Jalen Hurts? And then by the end of the game, you're like, oh, he gave me 25 somehow with this garbage time scrambling, running around. It's incredible. He's a lock for 20 points every week, and he's one of the worst NFL quarterbacks I've seen throwing-wise in a long time. It's truly incredible not to go on a full rant about Jalen Hurts, but it's just interesting. Uh, the other couple things to look out for, in my opinion, A.J. Brown, MVP of the of last week because he battled through diarrhea to play that Monday night game, apparently. <laughs> he had some bad Chipotle, according to Twitter. Um, I've been been that, that's harder than playing with a broken ACL or a torn ACL, in my opinion. Yeah, you probably got the hot sauce, dude. Dude, every time. Um, but he, he, got more, he was shut out in the first half, got real in the second half, and he gets a juicy matchup this week with Kansas City in a game that I'll talk more about later when we – our best bets the last thing i wanted to talk about sterling shepherd i actually like this play this week especially if Kadarius tony's out he's doubtful still with that ankle keep in mind sanquan barkley's still out who's um kind of the other security blanket for daniel jones um and kigalade still out too so really limited at receiver not sure of darius slayton status it could be the sterling shepherd show if some things don't change in the practice report um with friday's walkthrough for the new york giants so i, I actually really like the um, Sterling Shepard's going to have a real high floor, I think, on, on Sunday. Uh, stuff, stuff you want to talk about on Nolan's side of the ball? Um, yeah, I guess you alluded to it with your team, but I think it's a little rough for Nolan. The buys going off this this uh, week seven with Delvin and Adam, Adam Thielen uh, having a bye. Um, also, Jared Cook is tight end, so he has to pick up a tight end. So that's a little worrisome for Nolan. But actually, the, the wide receiver – Try piece is not actually that bad. AJ Brown, Sterling, like you're mentioning, could have a high floor in T. Higgins. Um, but yeah, the buy is definitely for having to start Javante Williams um, as your RB two. Doesn't feel amazing. Um, so yeah, could be a tough week with the buys for Nolan. Yep, no Dalvin sucks. No Lavisca Chenault kind of hurts. He's okay at receiver though. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, moving over 
side of the ball, I've, I've got the bye week blues as well. No Deontay Johnson, no Justin Jefferson, no Emmanuel Sanders. Um, this becomes interesting because this leaves me in a, a real bind at wide receiver. At this time, I currently have slotted Michael Pittman, who's been fine, <laughs> and Brandon Ayuk coming off the bye. And I'll, I'll just speak to it. I know he's been terrible. I just have the hope that maybe he's out of the doghouse out of the bye week. Maybe him and Shaney Jr. came together, had a had a had a heart to heart, some kind of moment to talk through whatever the hell has been going on, and maybe they'll let the kid play again. Because I'm sorry, Eric, he's good. He just is. He's a good player. I don't know yeah. why he's not on the field. Um, I gotta take a gamble though. I know it's a high risk, high reward play. Um, but I think I think that's who I'm gonna run out there unless I make a last minute waiver move and, and change it up. What What do you want to talk about on my side of the ball? Um. Yeah, you, you already mentioned Michael Pittman, but I actually I'm I'm loving Michael Pittman this year in a yeah. in a Colts offense where you know, everyone's like don't they don't have any receivers. He's kind of separated himself, and he's been pretty good. Um, didn't have much of a game against last week against Houston, but he's been overall solid. So I don't think you necessarily hate that start, uh, even though he's basically your wide receiver one this week. Um, other person I'll talk about is uh, Cuz, dude. Bro. Cuz in at the flex. Absolute been beasting. And he's playing Miami. Who's trash? Terrible. It. Yeah. Tons of upside if you boy Cuz over here. So. Agreed. The concern there is he plays so few snaps and produces so much in fantasy on so few snaps. I'm like, it can't continue like this, dude, right? He can't be this efficient every week, but. Dude. That's the theme of your team with Alvin. Yeah, Alvin I want to keep rolling him out there. Switching it up. Alvin actually has had a few games where he's had a ton of carries. So, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, obviously, you, you, you got to keep rolling uh, Cuz out there for sure. You roll him out there until the gravy train stops, right? Very true. Absolutely. What you um, do you do? Last thing to mention. Mitchell? What was that? What do you do? Start Elijah Mitchell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Because as soon as I do, Shani Jr. is going to play Trey Sermon 50 snaps. Yo. Um, last thing to mention here, Mahomes and Kelsey get the Titans defense. Woof. Mm-hmm. Could be a, could be a lot of points in that game. All right, pick it. Who you like? Um, initially I was almost uh I'll just say I'm I'm going to take you here. I was leaning Nolan for a sec, but I think that you even though you might be a little weak at uh Wide receiver, or just weak in general with your buys, with your <laughs> I might just be weak in general. <laughs> well, you're also say you're you're damn dude. <laughs> you're... All right, all right, all right. Dude, okay, wait. Okay, I'm hold, sorry hold I asked. Relax, relax, dude. You're four and two. You're four twenty right now. I'll get um, back in the weight room, dude. No, I think I think you you have players that have much significantly higher upside than Nolan. I think that's gonna be the difference maker. I feel like you're gonna have a few big point totals that are gonna put you over the edge with Mahomes, who I know he's been IRL kind of mediocre, but he's still the ranked two quarterback with all the you know, all his fancy points. And then uh, Kelsey and Cordero and Alvin, like that four I think should be able to get you over the top over Nolan. Um so unfortunately I think or fortunately for you, unfortunately for Nolan, I think uh, you're going to pick up the dub here. What do you think? I hate pick. I'm going to pick myself. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Dude, you you gave match. a great explanation. I'm, I'm not going to talk any more to it. All right. Yo. Let's move on to our next matchup.
and three Dant Nation led by Will Dant taking on a four and two CDs Creamy Nuts led by JJ Manek. This is a great matchup in my opinion. I'm really excited about this one. I think it's one of the better matchups of the week. Um, let's go ahead and start on Will's side. Do you, do you want me to just keep starting, or do you, do you, do you want to do you want to switch it up here? Um, I can start if you want. I'll, yeah, I'll just mention Andy. like two players, and I'll let you uh, take it away. I think cool, one one thing that's been awesome for Will, and I'm happy that. Uh, this ended up working out with the uh, the injury that the Rams – running back injury uh, the Rams had is Daryl Henderson just tossing him in at flex. Like this guy has been yeah. an absolute beast backing up for the Rams, um, you know, averaging almost 100 yards a game. You know, he's scored a touchdown in every game except for one. Uh, that's got to be, uh, you know, up there. So I think that uh, – that helps his cumulative team that he's able to get Daryl Henderson at flex, given that he has Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor, who are both uh, been top 10 running backs um, this season. Uh, the other player I'll mention that I'm not sure if Will drafted him. Does it say if he drafted or he picked him up? I don't remember if Will drafted him, but Cortland Sutton's been awesome this year too. And uh, he's got a pretty decent matchup against Cleveland, I think, tonight. That's tonight. That's now. That's, That's right started. now. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been a stud. He's been getting a ton of targets the last few weeks. I have him in few leagues. I'm re- I really like Corlin Sutton. So, um, I don't know. I think Will's put together a pretty solid team, and he's trending upwards um, for sure. Like, I, like I don't even, I'll let you go ahead, but, like, you don't even have to mention, like, how insane Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews have been. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'll let you – what, what do you think about Will's team over here? Well, you you pretty much stole stole the words from my mouth. Sorry. Positive. So no, it's a good thing. I less talking from from me is is probably a good thing for everyone. Um, I'll mention one. Uh, Mike Evans is the maybe the other guy I wanted to. Talk I'm less high on. Um, the Bucks passing distribution has been really difficult to predict. Um, this could be an Evans week. I don't really know for sure. Jalen Johnson's played really well. Um, I, watching the Bears defense the past couple of weeks it looks different in a good way they're getting a lot of pressure the dbs are playing well that's by no means a soft matchup now and it's becoming more and more difficult to predict just because brady will spread the ball around so much and change the game plan week to week um, whether to know if this is a mike evans game or not he was obviously held a little quiet last week but um he could be kind of the key piece that tips this matchup one way or another i think um so that's who i've got my eye on um any disagreement there no, not at all. Yeah, my, it's, I mean, I, I'm feeling the same thing over here with Antonio Brown. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, Antonio Brown occasionally will score 26 points, but then your floor is like two or zero. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it always three for 37 yards. Anyone. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, it just updated to live for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's so funny. Um, dude, dude, Will's team is good as fuck, dude. Look at his bench. He's got Chase Claypool on by a Rob. Like, Devontae Parker you don't hate. Michael Carter gives you a good floor. A.J. Dillon, man. Dude, A.J. Dillon? Dude, Will over How do you start 1-3? I don't know. The, the comeback kid. Just fantasy. You want to talk about J.J.? Start it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, with J.J., I'm thinking um, you almost for, – for whatever reason, and maybe not for whatever reason, maybe I'm being a little homer here, even though my homerism is usually like I hate my team, but the the – 
Bucks are 13 point favorites against the Bears. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but we beat the Bucks last year, even though they won the Super Bowl on Thursday Night Football, if I recall. On Thursday Night Football, when Tom Brady thought it was fourth down, when it was actually fifth down. Yep. Um, so I actually do, even though Tom's been a fucking monster, like what did he, he put? Yeah, he, Tom is the third position ranked quarterback this year thus far. I do think his upside might be a little capped um, considering, you know, like you mentioned, like the pressure the Bears have been uh, getting on the quarterback. And, you know, we've actually been okay at like really controlling time of possession. If you watch the Bears offense, it's it's like watching paint dry, but we'll hold the ball for the entire fucking quarter. So I think that, you know, obviously it could work out the entire opposite way and we just get blown out. I think, in my opinion, Tom's upside is slightly limited. Um, I agree. Uh, the one other thing I'll mention before I'll let you take away is uh, also I really like Tyree Kill against Tennessee. I think that <laughs> game is gonna. I think that game's gonna end that, like that's forty-five who I was to talk about. Oh, okay, <laughs> forty-five to like thirty or something. It's gonna be a banger. So really like Tyree Kill. Also, um, what do you? What do you? What do you it's uh, not even. Uh, I'll I'll jump in here. This seems like a fun place for me to jump in. Um, it's not even that. You know, the Tennessee secondary was already not playing very well. One of the worst overall units in the NFL. And I don't know if you watched that Monday night game. They're, they DB DBs dropping like four short yeah. another starting corner this Sunday, if not two. Who's going to cover Tyreek? I don't know. It, Ty- I, 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 guess like Tyreek... I guess you have the option. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm seeing a big – Big week for Tyreek Hill. The other guy I wanted to mention is that a tough. He's going to catch like two, two like sixty-yard touchdowns, probably. Like I can just, I can just feel it. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you're good. Mention my 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 one true love, Joe Mixon. How good has he been lately, man? Dude, I love Joe. I love Joe's Joe. awesome. A guy that big shouldn't be able to move like he can. He reminds me of Prime Le'Veon Bell. Really tough matchup this week, but you don't get cute. You run him out there. Joe's a stud. Pick this one, Eric. Oh, man. Yeah, this is tough. <laughs> this is tough, dude. This is going to be close. This was the matchup you said it was going to be a fucking banger, right? Yeah. Oh, Take man. It. Oh, my. All right. You go for. Uh, no, I'm not going to let you go first because then you're going to think I'm copying if I end up taking the same one. Hold on. Okay. Shit. I think I think Will's going to keep the train rolling and get the dub okay. here. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go Will. Will's hot. I'm, I'm sticking with Will. My my worry is Tyreek has like a fifty dude, point. Out I was the same thing. Yeah, Tyreek's like just one man crazy. army ends it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I like, like the could. balanced attack of Will's team. He's just so good, top to bottom. I'll take Will, man. It's gonna be tight though. Yeah, dude, and Tyler Lockett, hard fall off, bro. No kid, no kidding. Okay, Geno Smith. <laughs> but he's been falling off longer than Geno Smith. He hasn't done shit since like week two. All right, but yeah, it's yeah, a good point. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next matchup. Kyle has slipped two and four, desperately needs a win, and it doesn't get any easier this week. He gets a five and one. Aaron Rodgers cups the balls team, led by Doug. Um, I'm happy to take the reins this starting in Kyle's side. Um, Calvin Ridley's back, dude. Um, having Calvin Ridley back obviously could be a boost for this team. Um, the worry is. He's likely to draw a lot of Xavier Howard on Sunday. Um, the one of the few bright spots in the Miami defense. He's a very good corner. 
I would look to see if the Atlanta offense tries to move Calvin around, get him away from Xavier, get him some more favorable matchups. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the pass distribution after we saw Kyle Pitts kind of break out last week. Cuz keeps catching a lot of balls. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see see what that looks like. It, it's tough to predict, but you got to run him out there, obviously, and you're hoping that he can give you wide receiver one type numbers um the other interesting thing to me was that he's running both detroit running backs out there so you're getting all of the detroit running back production hopefully (laughs) that combines to give you at least one rb1 performance um what did you want to talk about on kyle's side yeah i think um i'll talk about two players first i'll talk about ryan Tannehill. so ryan Tannehill's been pretty fucking garbage this season but i don't hate the start in the stead of Justin Herbert being on his bye week this week because, one, he's getting his – or Julio's out actually this week, but he, he has at least A.J. Brown back, and I feel yes. like they're going to have a pretty positive game script. I know that it almost kind of doesn't matter necessarily because Derrick Henry is how their offense works, but um, I could still see, despite uh, Ryan uh, Tannehill's production as a fantasy QB thus far, him having a – a pretty solid game. So I think it was a good, a good slot in against Casey who, you know, so almost yeah. similarly to the Titans has a um, horrendous uh, secondary. Um, They're giving up 30, 30 points a game. They're giving up the, the highest EPA, um, which is estimated points added for those that don't know. Highest EPA per play in NFL history through six games. Um, yeah, it's a great matchup. And they're definitely going to, Spagnuolo loves to play, a lot of man, they're definitely going to do that thing where they bring a safety down in the box, and it's just man-to-man, one one safety. Not yep. that your safety plays any good to try to slow down Derrick Henry. Uh, Tanny, Tanny could a field day. I agree. For sure. I think the other question mark, I think even more so than Chris Godwin, because at least Godwin, you can trust that he's a beast, and like if he doesn't get the targets, it's more so unlucky. It's like, where are we with Odell Beckham? Is the, is he going to continue continue the trend up again? That game is going on right now. He does not. Yeah, have he did not get the ball on the first drive. <laughs> so, um, I hope Odell is trending up. I like Me Odell, too. Um, but that's definitely going to be uh, a big question mark for Kyle as well. With break, breaking news as we move over to Doug's side, Doug started to Ernest Johnson tonight, who's actually what I wanted to talk about. Dear I'm Ernest, concerned about his matchup tonight. I thought we might see more. Demetrius Felton in the Kareem Hunt role, given that Denver's front four is pretty good, pretty. St- However, br- breaking news: that Ernest Johnson just scored. Case Keenum led him on a very efficient drive down the field. Um, yeah, so good start for DeErnst, which maybe skews our our <laughs> outlook for picking this game. Which is kind of <laughs> I, I don't think it would have affected my what, this, this guy. I was going to talk about DeErnst, and now we're cheating because it already started. Do you? What do you want to add to this game before we pick I'm it? so sick of Doug's bullshit-ass running back scoring points. <laughs> Playoff <laughs> Lenny, dude. What is this fucking absolute trash, dude? DeErnst. DeErnst. This guy's got 10 He's not DeErnst. He's DeErnst to me. DeErnst. Dude. I always love how the first letter is pronounced like it's just the letter, you know. It's 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 D Ernest. It's D Ernest. I think you like. Uh, never mind. Ignore. Never mind. Don't don't worry about it. Um, 
No, we don't need to talk about anything else on Doug's fucking side. We know we both know who we're picking here, and I think that we both know save ourselves some some time. Let's, let's save ourselves some time and just pick this one. Okay, after you, I'll go with uh, Mr. Uh, Aaron Rodgers cups of balls, Doug Hodge. Yeah, same. I think he's I, in a uh, blast, Kyle. This is no fun. Around. We're in complete alignment dude. so far. <laughs> I mean, dude, Kyle's just out here struggling. He's got a Herbert on by. McCaffrey and Edwards Hilaire are dead inside. Yeah. Uh, dude, just, yeah. Sorry, and he Kyle. had to play Fant today because we don't know if Goddard's going to be healthy on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a struggle for the kid. Yeah. Meanwhile, Doug's still... Phil, he he replaces Najee Harris with De Ernest Johnson instead of Miles Sanders, and De Ernest scores in the first two minutes. Dude. Just yeah, what whatever trigger Doug pulls is right so far. Getting sick of it. Let's move on to our next matchup. Eric, we got you, man. We got a two and four Kyler's baby legs taking on the red hot username password Nathan Pajenski. He really needs, he still hasn't changed his name from last year, right? No. Yeah, that, that's a problem for me. I don't know about you. It's a problem. I'm upset. Uh, you can start on your side, man. I'm not going to take any of your thunder here. Yeah, I think just holistically looking at my team, if there's any positive to take from a week where I have my two best players on, on by, or who should be my two best players uh, with Eckler, is that I get a chance to start most of the guys so I don't have to make as many decisions <laughs> that I would That's nice. Start. So, you know, I got um, – Jamar, right now, I have Jamar Chase, Antonio Brown, Robert Woods in there. One of those guys might get swapped out for Marquise Brown. It depends. We'll see. Um, but at least I don't have to make that horrendous decision of deciding between fucking Antonio Brown, Robert Woods, and Hollywood Brown, which is just the most impossible thing of all time. Um, well, I guess I still kind of do, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, and then, And then, yeah, I have to start Mike Davis – because uh, Damian Williams has freaking COVID and Eckler's out. Okay. So. Here's my thing with Mike Davis, though. Mike Davis is guaranteed 15 touches against the Dolphins. I feel like <laughs> I feel like 15 touches against the Dolphins isn't enough. Oh, no, no, I'm not. No, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with both of my running back one and two's floors. It's just like, can I put up some points? Like I'm gonna need some uh, some hyphy games out of uh, Jamar here or, or, or AB. <clears throat> but I guess the only other thing I'll mention about my team before I let you talk about some stuff is uh, Kyler Murray plus matchup against the Houston Houston. They've had uh, um, the uh, Arizona's had to play. Look at this: the Rams, the Niners, and Cleveland back to back to back. Tough Whoa. matchups. Tough Whoa. matchups, and Kyler's still been pretty good. So I'm hoping that yeah. uh, he uh, just absolutely puts up a banger against Houston here. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about my squad over here, dude? <clears throat> I already talked about Mike Davis. Your running back situa- situation was one of the more interesting things. I like Daryl Williams. For some reason, they're okay with throwing Daryl Williams the ball more than they were throwing Clyde the ball. In two weeks, Daryl Williams yes. has as many catches as week as Clyde had the whole rest of the year before that, which is interesting um, and nice for you in PPR. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is you, you talked about Kyler. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites against Houston this week, as they should be. But they got the Packers on deck next week. Are they looking ahead a little bit? Or if they're up 
Are they they are the starters coming out early? Are we letting off the gas? Is this the game where James Conner scores three goal three bunny touchdowns? <laughs> Don't you dare say that to me. Don't you dare. <laughs> you, you know I hate that too. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I put it in the air. If it happens on Sunday, it's my fault. Um that that's about the only downside that I see in terms of Kyler's outlook. As you mentioned, you know, Jamar and A B ballers. It just kind of depends on distribution they see. And I love Robert Woods, man. We'll, we'll again it, it's just like what's the game plan gonna dictate, right? Tough to predict. So you got some tough buys, but overall I like your squad. Uh let's go over to Nate's side. Um I don't know about you. I'll let you start. But the first thing that jumps out to me is I he he doesn't have a quarterback on the roster to play right now. This is accurate. This is accurate statement. Yeah. You go ahead. Oh, um, yeah. Well, that's what I was looking at. He's got Steven or uh, Nate still has to set the lineup. Got to get a, got to get a defense in there and pick up a QB. Um, thank God for me though, Josh Allen on a buy. That's definitely helpful. Yep. Um I guess uh, I'll point. I'll do two. Th- I'll point out two things. One will be Derrick Henry. I, I kind of mentioned it. Maybe a maybe a bit of a. He's been going a little crazy, so maybe we, he comes back to earth a little bit today, especially or on Sunday, especially considering um, what I was talking about with them maybe having to throw the ball a lot to catch up in that game. So I'm hoping maybe Derrick Henry doesn't go as crazy. The other player I'll mention is DK Metcalf. Uh, you mentioned it when we were talking about Tyler Lockett. But... Oh, my God. Right, Demetri so, Felton just had a really nice run. Oh, hell yeah. Go to me. I, I had to start him in a league this week, Eric. That's how bad the buys are in another oh, league. Yeah. Um, but anyway, DK uh, might have, might be limited in his ability to go. How did he do last week? He okay. caught like not, five for 68, not, 11 and not, change, I think. Yeah, not great. So you definitely worry about DK as well. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you think about Mr. Uh, Bro, Mr. what are you talking about? We get primetime Gino on Monday night. What could go wrong? <laughs> Uh, I actually do to, to get away from fantasy for a second and just like from a, a you know real perspective. How fun is that Monday night game going to be? Because we get Gino on the Seahawks, and as we all know, the Seahawks can't play a normal game of football. Every game they this play is, is close in the fourth quarter with stupidity happening. And who better on the other side to add to the fourth quarter stupidity than the wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube man known as Jameis Winston? Yeah, that would be. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be pure comedy on Monday night, and I can't wait. I, I'm going to have – there's definitely going to be a Monday night football contest. Hopefully, I'll do something special for Jameis V. Primetime Gino. That should be fun. Okay, back to fantasy. Yeah, no Josh Allen. He's going to have to stream someone. I don't know who's out there. Um, you already mentioned DK. I was going to talk about it. You hit it on the head. Um, Derek Henry gets the Chiefs. We already, we've already talked about this game ad nauseum, I feel like. They're going to try to blow the box to stop him. It's not going to matter. He's going to break some long ones. If you're an odds maker setting the over-under for fantasy points scored by Derek Henry against the Chiefs defense this week, what, what's the number? Yeah. Uh, I want it to be low, Steve. I'm biased here. <laughs> no, I know. What, what, uh, over you're getting under, paid um, to set okay. the okay, over-under how many fantasy points with, like, minus 110 juice on each side. Uh, 19. That's it? Okay. Yeah. That's low. I'm hammering right. me over. Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. Write it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have our bet sheet. Should I add it? Yeah. What would you put it at? 20, 24? I was going to say 23. Okay. 
I think no, 23 is not bad. You got, you're taking under 19? Yeah. You want under a flat 20? I'll give you under a flat 20 if you want. Yeah, sure. Under flat right, 20. That, that fair? No, just because you made me nervous, I'll do under flat 20. Yeah, I was going to say 19 and a half, so no ties, but I'll, I'll give you a flat. Flat 20 works. Derek Henry, under 20. Eric. We still have – oh, this – our other board bets in play this week with some quarterbacks on by, we still have, I, you have over a half a start by a Narwhal manager for Jameis Winston. I have under a half a start. Oh, yes. Don't forget about that. That's still on the board. Yeah, I'm so pissed. What the hell? Where's the boys? I know. You're, neither of us are allowed to start him. <laughs> <laughs> um... At the end of the year, you can't just go start him and collect, <laughs> collect your money. Oh, my God. Did you see that catch by Jarvis Landry just now? Relevant to this matchup. I'm not, I'm not watching yet. Okay. Uh, I don't have much more to add here, man. Uh, Nate, Nate needs to fill in a couple spots. It's kind of hard to judge this matchup otherwise. Um, pick it, even though it's hard. I'm going to pick myself. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go. I, I'm sick of Nate's team rolling. I don't want to agree with you again. I'm taking you two. I stand in solid. everyone? Every pick? So far. <laughs> we have yeah, one yeah. more. I stand in solidarity with Kyle Legs this week. Dude, Ernest Johnson is running mad. This is so thug. What the hell, man? Freaking de Ernest, dude. Unbelievable. He's All so right. de Ernest. Last matchup, guys. DJ Russell, my chub at three and three, led by Alec. Brett needs a win. He's two and four. Staff infection. Let, let's get it rolling. I can go ahead and start um, on Alex's side of the ball. He's rolling Melvin Gordon out there tonight. I won't talk about Melvin Gordon. Um, bit of a tough matchup. He's splitting time with Javante. Not not a ton to talk about there. Um, Brandon Cook should be heavily involved this week in a game they should be trying to Arizona. I um, and to have any kind of prayer of moving the ball in that game, you know, I, I would expect Cooks to get six balls, maybe more. Um, you know, PPR that. Nothing. The other guy on his team that's really coming on lately is Henry Ruggs. Um, Ruggs caught a couple deep balls against a, a, a decent Denver secondary last week. The Philly secondary is definitely beatable. They do play a lot uh, of too high trying to prevent that deep ball. So maybe that'll limit Ruggs' production. But I, I'd run him out there as a flex. That's a nice high upside flex on uh, on Alex's side. Obviously, he's in a bit of a, a bind this week. Again, with no Chubb, Zeke on by, Amari on by, Russell Wilson hurt, Mike Williams on by. So this isn't a full-strength Alex squad, but he's running out. Um, you know, decent floor option with, you know, high floor option with Brandon and a, a, a guy with high side, but lower in rugs. So a nice mix and match of high risk and low risk guys. Um, about the best he can do this week. Anything else you want to say about his team? Steven, do you do you see who this man is starting as his RB two this week? Who he's been yes. forced the depth he's been forced. I didn't want to mention his name. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, we don't speak his name. We don't speak his name. Uh, David Johnson, rough, David tough Johnson. for Al. David, dude, yeah, tough, tough bye week for Al. Like you already mentioned it. Uh, yeah, could be, could could be, could be rough. Could be rough. Could be rough. That's all. That's all I'll say. Oh my God! Why is Demetrius Felton so hard to tackle? K- Case Keenum's out here slinging the rock so far, dude. Case, K- dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Should we just go to Brett's side of the ball? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, the big question mark here for me. 
Um, is Julio Jones going to play on Sunday? Did Did you happen to catch the practice report from today? I didn't. Let's take a uh, let's take a quick limited. look. Limited. Limited. Today's that's better than not practicing. Yeah, limited. That's it. Julio's always he limited. Didn't practice right? Wednesday. Limited today. Probably goes through Friday walkthrough at least. I'm betting he'll have a chance to play. Well, we 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 talked about this with AJ Brown. Same thing here. If he plays, you know, wide receiver one upside this week, right? Um. Yeah, Julio starting or not starting could be pretty critical for his team. Obviously, you know, he could slot in someone like Hunter Renfro or Robbie Anderson. The guy I'm surprised, and I'm not telling, you know, him what to do or not do here. I know it's an extremely tough matchup. Dude, I don't know about you, just from a real-life football perspective, Khalil Herbert looks like, looks like a star. He's a beast. And you know I love David Montgomery. I think there's a future where David Montgomery is no longer starting running back to Chicago Bears next year, and it's Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert looks incredible. Dude, that size that can accelerate like that, like there just aren't a lot of humans on planet Earth that have that thing. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. I think that, um, I mean, even Saquon might be healthy too. I don't know for a fact. I don't don't think he's going to play, man. Okay. Anyway, well, you, you got yeah. you got Devonte Booker, who's been who's been pretty solid uh, as well. I mean, uh, at least his first game, and then was okay last week. But yeah, Khalil Herbert for sure, man. Um, last thing to mention: the Alabama connection was back last week. Tua back in and targeted Jay Waddle a bunch. He had ten catches last week. That always plays, and he caught two touchdowns. Um, We'll see if the the Tuscaloosa connection continues this week against a bad Atlanta defense. Um, probably the last thing I, I wanted to mention here: Waddle, baby, Waddle, baby, Waddle, baby, Waddle. Waddle. Um. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to add for Brett's side of the ball, or should we uh, should we pick it? Let's pick it, dude. All right, send it. I already have mine. My, my mind made up, by the way, guys. I think uh, Brett's going to get the win here. And you want you want to know what the difference maker is going to be, Stephen? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Matt Prater, seven bucks. No. <laughs> Spends the seven dollars of Fab to get the dub. Just wait, that's going to be the dub. That's going to be the difference maker. You don't believe in 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 Young Way Koo? Dude, dude, I dude, Young Ho is my boy. Young Ho's my boy. However, Matt Prater has been, done good things for me. So. He is a Koo Young Ho. This is true. This is true. All right, guys. We agreed on every pick. You know what that means? We're going to be like uh, one and four. Topo? Topo <laughs> taco, if you guys are Yo. wagering on our fantasy outcomes out there. All right, guys. Those are the matchups for the week. We've got only a couple of segments left. One of them is our real-life NFL best bet of the year. Eric, I believe you're two and one on the year. Is that correct? I am. And I'm three and two after last week's abysmal loss by the Browns. Um, Bad call by me. The the officiating wasn't good, but I I won't make excuses. I didn't expect both tackles to go out of that game for Cleveland, Um, both left and right tackle. The backup left tackle was – Eric, the backup right tackle was abysmal. He was being murdered on every play. Like, I know know Baker made a ton of bad throws, but he was under siege that game. Bad call by me. Um, do you do you have a best bet for the? I do, and I I'm not actually I haven't looked at what the current line is, and this usually goes against my. Uh, I'm gonna look at the current line real quick. It'll take me two seconds. The um, 
this goes against my philosophy of not betting on my own teams, but I alluded to it earlier. Okay, it actually moved a little bit, but I'm going to do what I got it at. I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus 12 and a half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, dude. Straight up. Let me see what the minus one. I like it. Minus 110 plus 12 and a half. Not, we're not going to win. We'll keep it within within two scores. Okay. I like it. Lock it in, boys. Trust. All right. <laughs> Eric's best bet of the week. Mine, I, I've already talked about this game a bunch. Tennessee, Kansas City. We're going first half total over 28. I know it seems like a high total, guys. I don't know how either defense gets any stops in this game. <laughs> even Man. even if the first quarter they're a little low to a little slow to get started, feeling each other out. You know, Eric <laughs> mentioned it already. There's going to be some big plays in this game, some long scores. Um, I just see at least thirty points of offense in the first half of that game. I think full. If you'd rather play full game over fifty-seven and a half, that's cool. But I, I kind of like the first half total at twenty-eight. <clears throat> that's uh, that's where I'm leaning. That's my best bet of the week. Currently, minus 110 online. Um, thoughts on that, Eric? I'm thinking I'm going to lock it in because you told me to, I believe. Okay, hopefully I'm right. <laughs> hopefully I'm not steering you wrong. Usually, I love betting first half under so far this year. I'm 1-0 on first half overs on the pod. Let's see if we can hit another one. Um, all right, I think... That'll just about do it. So our best bets for the week to, to recap, Chicago Bears plus 12.5, minus 110 for Eric. Um, Kansas City, Tennessee, over 28 in the first half at minus 110 for Steven. Um, that's all I've got. I didn't have anything for dumb stuff announcers say. Did you? Nope. Okay. We'll be back with more dumb stuff that announcers say. What I'll do instead is there is an account on Twitter now called No Context Football Announcers and – um, they just started posting some funny stuff. So I'll send that to the group and you guys can peruse it. It's pretty good. <coughs> um, anything else you want to add before we sign off here, Eric? Good luck, everyone. I believe in all of you. Let's have a great weekend. All right. That was short and concise. I got nothing else either to add, guys. I hope you enjoyed the pod this week. Um, yeah, good luck to all. Except for those who oppose me. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.